Welcome to your typical Shonen protagonist. He's Kai, I'm Kels, and today we're talking about the winter 2021 season of anime, where we're sitting with that. First off, Kai, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. And let me just start off by saying this is like the best season of anime. I feel like in recent memory, definitely in a long time. For real, Ike. For some reason, I feel like it's the season of MAPPA, but there's so much other stuff that's come out as well. Yeah, yeah, it's like, I mean, the season of MAPPA, the season of Cloverworks, like just so much is happening and I'm just like, I'm here for it. And it's mostly, and it's all good. Like, you know, there's a few like ones that I haven't watched, but like I'm watching like, you know, easily like probably 2017 things at the moment. So I can't remember last time I did something like that. No, for real. Like, there's just so much great stuff going on that you like. It's almost hard to keep up. Yeah. So it's and of course it's also just pure trash. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So do you want to start with like what's returning? Because this was also like the time of sequels. Like you had the original content plus you had the sequels on top of it. So where do you want to start? Let's go with the big hitters. Well, let's go with the uh, the sequels coming back for this season. So, of course, Attack on Titan, the final season. Yes, which big. is like the Titan itself in the anime world. I think it dethroned. Um, it's either dethroned or tied with Full Metal Alchemist as like the best rated anime of all time. So that's that says a lot. Um, I feel like that's only because it's currently coming out right now. That could be. That could be. Um, I mean, I don't know. It's like really hype. There's been a lot of... Um, we're going to try and keep it as spoiler free for the people who have not watched it or who are dub watchers. But um, it's a lot has happened. A lot has been revealed. A lot has been, you know, Aaron Yeager has had the character development of a lifetime. You know, we've seen like alliances form that we didn't think. We've seen, seen people's new powers and abilities. We've seen characters that we hate. We've seen characters that we love. And of course, because of Attack on Titan, we've seen death. So. Yeah. It definitely has that secret sauce of recipe. Like it's like they have their own secret Chick Fil A sauce. They just don't tell anybody about. Man, if it wasn't, you know, mired in production hell at one point, it would be up there for me. But no, certainly this season, um, different sort of vibe, different sort of animation. But it's it's all great shit. And sixteen episodes. We're currently on like episode nine and that's the end of the anime so it's like uh you've read the manga so it's like how are they gonna wrap this up in you know six episodes i don't know man like i have i got theories that it's not really going to be the final like we're gonna have like another like season by maybe a different name or we're gonna have um a movie or something because i just don't feasibly see in my mind like i'm sitting here doing quadratic formulas trying to figure out how in the world that we get everything done in you know seven episodes like i don't understand but you know i don't have the plan maybe studio mappa who's doing a phenomenal phenomenal job by the way has um some type of like they know the indie or something and they're gonna work for anime only but at this point in time like they have not deviated at all in the slightest from the manga so it's very interesting yeah. to see when that will come if that does come mm -hmm. or like because it's it's so confusing because by time we're progressing like one for one exchange 
with the anime for sure or with the manga for sure the anime and the manga are one for one at this point and we have a lot more to go before we get to that point where the manga currently is and the manga is still ongoing as well the manga is not going to end until april which is the same time attack on titan is slated to end the animation so it just is really interesting to see how that's going to happen and i feel like this is adding to the hype of the anime of not knowing how it's going to end as well which is yeah. making it more hype so yo another another show that's in the same predicament is black clover we got, got word last week that the black clover anime is ending in like eight ish episodes something like that yeah um and it's like how are we going to do this epic arc and only in ep- episodes like what's happening there Nah, man, it's straight tragic, I got to say, because um, the Spade Kingdom arc has been my favorite arc in Black Clover, one of my favorite shonen arcs in general, because it's just so amazing, the character development um, with my with the characters, the history, the things that are unfolding, like, it's really Black Clover's time to shine, and Studio Piro, like, kind of snapped with the animation the second this started, too, it was like, holy crap, who is this company, you know, so I'm very heartbroken that they're saying it's going to end in eight episodes and that's going to be again like in the middle of an arc where something amazing could be happening like we just don't know so i i have a lot of questions um i don't understand why these things happen but you know um i have faith that you know black over real for because it was starting to get a lot of notoriety like a lot so i'm just going to be Hopeful and positive that it'll still be here, but I don't personally know. I just know that the manga's still going. It doesn't seem to plan to stop anytime soon. And Black Clover's really going to do something special in these last eight episodes. So hopefully people will petition or some way we'll find a way to get it back. Yeah, man. I'm looking forward to news of what the next step is. Because it's like, almost, are they going to pull like a Naruto, Naruto, Shippuden thing? Or are they going to do, like, a Demon Slayer and, like, the next arc is just a movie, you know? What what is the next, like, what does the the formula currently look like in the anime world? I could see a movie. Um, Like, I could see a movie for Black Clover ending this arc um, and then maybe coming back seasonally. That's a popular theory of what might be happening, but we don't know. Yeah, like, and this trend of movies that are, like, plot progressing is kind of exciting because you have all of these on previous years all of these movies that are sort of one-off and have absolutely nothing to do with the story it's just like hey let's go on an adventure that means nothing outside of this uh but no having these arcs be you know animated in like a feature-length film and it matters to the story is kind of exciting because it's different um but we've got some more shows coming through um like the promise neverland season two um, which is wild. Yeah, which is, you know, um, that's another one where I feel like could fit into that same boat of the previous two we just talked about of not knowing what's going on because they've got some anime-only content that's just kind of like, what? Yeah, so my, my only experience is uh, watching the anime, so it's kind of exciting to see that it's pivoting from the main, but it, it kind of always has, sort of. Um to my knowledge, like with uh, certain characters and their roles and how important they are, um, seems to be ever so slightly different in the anime. 
Yeah, no, like, so, and um, it's cool because, I mean, I wouldn't, I don't know if I'd necessarily say it's cool as a manga reader because uh, there's a controversy that the Goldie Pond arc was skipped because of, like, I mean, it just was. Like, it doesn't make sense to put it, like, after the events that have happened in the um, anime. Like, I don't see Goldie Pond coming in to be at the end of that. So it just really, again, is slightly confusing for me, but... I guess, you know, if if that's what, I guess, the creator, who is the manga creator, is also there for that. Like, he's there working with the people. If that's what he has in store, I'm just going to let him kind of do that. And I guess I'm just going to salon for the ride and, you know, twiddle my thumbs until it's over. And I can then voice my opinions of how I feel. Yeah. Um, also, Dr. Stone, The Stone Wars. This one, no complaints. Um, granted, I don't really have complaints about the others, I guess. Um, but this one, definitely, definitely super hype. Like, I mean, Sinku is a beast, to say the least. Um, he's just like the Stone Wars is apparently being great to the manga's adaptation. It's uh, so, so, so good, I guess. Like, it's just so weird to see. I'm not saying fighting. I'm saying science, and it's just such a vibe. I know we talked about Stone Wars or um, Doctor Stone in the previous podcast, and I had a lot of great things to say about season one, and all that feels like it's amplified by season two. Um, just really great, really cool stuff. Um, Senku build a car. Spoilers. Like I just I had to say it because yeah, I don't know, man. How do you feel about Doctor Stone season two? Man, it's it's pretty much just as hype as the rest of the uh the shows coming out that are like great sequels um the science has lost a little bit of its like progression sort of but not in like a super bad way like it's building on everything we've done already so it's like oh by the way here's a new invention the next step we don't have to do a lot of work just here's the thing let's get to the storytelling about how do we convince people to come to our side which is great that it's still sort of a facet the science uh, portions but it's moved now to using technology to convince people to not you know murder people who don't even exist yet yeah, and I really loved what was happening with the voice, um, Lillian, and how they're bringing characters over in general. And mm. I like how everything is not black and white. I love Sukasa as the villain. I love Chrome as Chrome. So the characters and just the story and the plot just really drive it home for me in Doctor Stone, and I love it. Um, yeah, man. I know one of the ones that you hadn't watched um, was Quintessential Quintuplets Season 2. Um, I don't even think you watched the first season, did you? Nope. So I am a lover of anime, and I'm a lover of a lot of different things in anime. And one of the things that I love in this anime is 100% harem. Um, and like, so Quintessential Quintuplets um, is a anime that came out 2019 about this guy who is tutoring five girls who are quintuplets. And collectively, they have the capacity of 100%. So they all basically score 20s on their tests and they're failing. So it comes true to them, yada, yada. And eventually he helps them realize that they don't have to be a unit. They're all their own individual people, which they are anyway. And we see more of that. And we see 
like kind of being a love interest and it's just a really good story and it's probably one of the best harem animes i've seen i wouldn't even really like i mean i guess it is a harem by definition but at the same time it feels so wholesome when it's happening and you can't help but like root each it's one of those harems where you like root for each girl like you have who you want to win but you still root for the other people it's like if i'm in a race i hope you don't die i hope we all finish but i still want to finish first yeah man that's the exact same way i feel about black clover like it's like uh with um like all of the female leads and uh asta yeah like, no noel mimosa um yeah back at rebecca from the hood um yeah i definitely which is kind of exciting you know yeah it's like i hope we all finish you know i kind of want Noel to finish first but i could also see mimosa come in the soup in that and rebecca's got like the hometown story and sister literally belongs to the streets yep <laughs> <laughs> but um so yeah quintessential definitely check that out if you haven't i enjoy that one and then you got some more sequels like that time I got reincarnated as Slime, which I recently watched season one like two weeks ago. Watched all 24 episodes in the span of a week. I get caught up for season two. I'm really liking what's going on with season two. I felt like it had a start, slow start with the first three episodes. And episode four like really kicked it off with like there being a possible war and all this other stuff. I'm like, cool. I'm interested. I also feel like this is where the season should have started. But hey, you know, we're here. We're figuring it out. And man, ReZero season two, which if you like psychological anime that just gets you feeling some type of way, ReZero is definitely the way to go. So it's definitely an anime that I would suggest. And there's so much more to it. And I feel like I can't describe anything without giving it away. But like, I know we did wait like five or six years for season two, but it was definitely worth the wait. And I highly recommend it. Yo, tell me about Wonder Egg Priority. Okay, so Wonder Egg is one of the newer anime, which I'm really rocking with. And Wonder Egg is, how I would put it, is basically, it's like Madoka Magica-esque um, anime where it deals with these four girls who are trying to bring back someone who died from acts of suicide. And these are these girls' friends, and they have to go through into this world through, like, an egg that they get from a machine. And they have to go and face the fears and save and liberate these other suicide victims who killed themselves due to, like, outside forces. Um, and it's just so much, but, like, so good. And it's probably, I mean, it's shaping up to be my favorite anime of the season. Well, no, it's tied with another one for my favorite anime of the season. But it's definitely... If I had to rate it right now, based off what I've seen, uh, easy 8.5. Um, definitely original story, um, original content. Cloverworks just killed it, man. Like I said earlier, this is the season of Mappa and Cloverworks because, like, just holy Christ, my guy. It is highly recommend. I think you and your girl would definitely enjoy it based off of anime that y'all like, that I know you like, and I feel like you, the listeners, would definitely love Wonder Egg 100% endorsed. Tell me about some of the trash that we've seen this season. Like, what is just put it on and veg out? Okay, so one of the things that I'm like put on and veg out this season has been the hidden dungeon only I can enter. It's, and I wouldn't even say it's tra it's like trash, but like 
I definitely wouldn't say it's horrible. It definitely has watchable moments. I do cringe a lot. And it's about this character named Noor, who's like a baron, which is like in this world, it's still like nobility, but like you're not born a noble. Like you work to be a noble. So it's looked on by the other nobles. And he has like a super broken skill, like, you know, most anime protagonists do. And he uses that broken skill to get either to get even more broken skill from this hidden dungeon only he can enter and he goes and finds this adventurer who's like a legendary adventurer who's been chained up and he can't she can't do anything but she has all this power but she's got a death curse on her so she can't leave the dungeon so he gets her powers and then he goes to be even more op but using these powers require lp which is life points or life energy which he gets from having his own little harem of like and it's it doesn't shy away from like I think, like, the first or second episode, they just start, like, French kissing. And I'm just like, oh, okay. Like, so. And it has. So like, that's what we do it. <laughs> yeah. So it has, like, a little plot to it. And I mess with it. Um, You know, I'm definitely here for it. And I definitely enjoy it. But it is trash. Like, it'd be hard to show it to, like, you know, the average person and be like, yeah, man. It's just that, like, mind-numbing trash I need because everything else is so good. Which is what we need sometimes. Yeah. And, you know, if, if you're not enlightened, then may not be the show for you. True, true. Um, Like Wonder Egg, though, there was a bunch of gems sprinkled throughout this season. Um, And a few of those, like, were... Like, I feel like the biggest two anime of the season, which are, like, gonna be huge, like, blow up, um, which are already blowing up, is Jobless Reincarnation, which is an isekai about... A character who goes from our world to another world where he's an infant but he has the mind of a 36 year old or whatever and he goes to be like this basically this dude and his name is Rondo House he's got a nep quality for magic and there's such like an interesting story the artwork is beautiful like the studio was made just for this anime like they created the studio behind just to make this anime and it is known as one of the like the best isekai of all time and like one of the first isekai as well back on like the web novel site that it came out on so that's pretty cool that we're in the face of that and then we also have horror mia which is known as one of the best like romance animes ever and i think it's like the number 11th manga of all time finally getting an anime adaptation also by cloverworks same as wonder egg priority and promise neverland so again cloverworks doing god's work and that has been a ride, bruh. Um, I'm not going to really give anything about that away because I don't want to spoil it. But definitely watch Horror Mia. Like, you've got nine characters on the billboard and or the poster. And they all feel like they get character development. Just even within these, like, first five episodes. Um, our main cast, Hori and um, Iz Izumi. Love it. Love the romance between them. Definitely worth checking out. Man, that gets me hyped for um, Fruits Baskets Season 3. I'm trying to tell you, bro. I'm trying to tell you. April, like, Lord, let me make it to the end of it and give me the energy to make it much longer than that. But, like, I need it. <laughs> I need it. So, I'm just... Whew, it's... Yeah, man. Fruits Baskets is going to be good. And we definitely have a lot to hold us over till then. Um... Yeah, so on an incredibly depressing note, um, one of the controversies you tell me this season is with Redo of Healer. 
Yeah, man. So Redo of Healer is is an anime where um, this guy is like literally tortured and just been through so much at the hands of the, it's not an isekai, but this guy is like really tortured and been through a lot from uh, the magic hero, like the queen. It's tar- it has a very shield hero esque um, vibe, like almost identical at the beginning where the dude has he has the healing power and he's looked down upon because he's a healer. Yet he can do he has tremendous powers because he can heal anything, but he has to take on the pain. So he doesn't like healing yet. The princess of the kingdom forces him to heal. And basically, it gets him addicted to drugs, so he can't run away or anything, and basically uses him to pleasure herself, but not with everything, just his upper half. And then when he gets, you know, has a response to pleasuring her, she stumps on his lower half until it's it's feasible. And a bunch of other stuff happens um, to him, which is really horrible. Like, he gets abused and sexually abused tremendously by the other people in her party and just lets him treat some like crap. So eventually, um, he, he, like, keeps, he gets, he snaps out of the drugs, like, he builds up resistance to drugs since he has a healing power, and he's able to, um, stop that. And basically, he goes and like plays along like he's still addicted to the drugs for a year and a half and then when they go to fight the demon lord he ends up beating the demon lord and uses his powers to redo time so he starts over from the beginning before any of that happens to him to get his revenge on all those people but at first he still makes sure those people are horrible like he hasn't altered time and then when he gives them a chance the princess still decides to be an absolute horrible person so he's like screw it I'm getting my revenge and he does bro and there's there's a lot more in that than what I said, but due to this being a podcast and I don't know, like just due yeah. to decency standards, we're not gonna go into the yeah. depths. And there of- is an uncensored version of this, if that tells you anything. So huh. yeah. Um yeah, so that's definitely the big one of the season. Um, uh, yeah. Um, on a speaking li- <laughs> of anatomy, cells at work and cells at work code black are coming back. Uh, cells at work season two, cells at work code black spinoff. Uh, those are exciting. Yeah, no, I watched cells at work. I haven't watched cells at work season two, but I watched cells at work. Um, uh, black, which is actually. I kind of rock with that one um, more so than the normal cells at work that I did. I find it interesting. We got white blood cell coon um, who is um, a female this time. And, you know, our red blood cell is the male. And it's very interesting to see the dynamic between them. So I'm definitely here for that. Um, and it's been interesting. It's um, the body in cells at work black. Is a lot different than the body and cells of work because this code black means in Japan it's like a horrible work environment. Like everything is going wrong. Like it's to the point where you're like, you know, they have to have people come in intervene because work is just crazy and it's just horrible. So this person's a smoker. Um, they do drugs, all this stuff. And they're living like the cells are living in this body and trying to survive with all these diseases and everything. And the dude's still not taking care of himself. So. It's a big difference to our normal cells at work, where it's kind of like a healthy, normal body, opposed to cold, code black. 
Yeah, which gives you an opportunity to see, you know, not exactly how the body works, but how what you choose to do to the body and how it impacts that. Yeah, and, you know, like, we also got um, the final season of Seven Daily Sins is airing this season as well. And I haven't, I've, I haven't brought myself to really watch it yet. Oh, that's not true. I did watch the first episode, and I felt like... Oh, still the same animation, so I'm just like, I'm just going to enjoy the story. So we'll see how well they adapt the story. Um, we'll see what happens there. I am a little bit excited, I suppose, for that. So we will see how that happens. Um, yeah, they've got uh, on the studio, they've got Marvy Jack, who did the last season, which was uh, Pray Tell Rough. Uh, but then this season, they've got the same studio along with Studio Dean on board. Yeah, so I'm interested for that. Um, so to see if that brings any changes. We haven't really got to the part that's going to be heavily animated, so we're going to really see it shine or fail. Um, but I'm excited. I'm hopeful. You know, I'm staying hopeful for this. Let's see how it works. Um, and, you know, there was one other one or two other ones that caught my attention. Yeah, bottom tier character tamazaki which is basically about this character who's a gamer he's the number one in japan in this game that's like smash bros and he's basically been killing it and he meets this super popular girl in this class who turns out to be the number two best character and she's like yo you suck at actual life and i want to help you and she does and it's kind of selfish for her but you it's also turned out to be a pretty dope story um you know five episodes in so we're seeing how it goes so that's interesting but the absolute like one that caught me off guard was Skate Affinity, Skate Affi- Skate the Affinity, the anime, which is an anime about skateboarding from the same creator as Code Geass. Really, I did not know it was by Code, uh, same creator as Code Geass. Yes, um, it is. Lit. It's wild, man, and it's fun. Um, it's such a vibe. It feels like I had a friend say it feels like it's a summer anime, which is fair. But you know, Studio Bones. It looks great. It feels great. I love the music. I love the characters. Um, it's just a fun time. And I would like recommend everybody who enjoys fun times to give it a watch. Yeah, man. So to wrap this up, let's talk about Jujutsu Kaisen. So, yeah, man. Jujutsu Kaisen aired last season. And it still has this following 12 episodes in this season. And holy cow, like Studio Mappa being able to put out Attack on Titan and Jujutsu Kaisen, and they both be amazing. I don't care what people say about CGI, Attack on Titan is still amazing. It could have been ten times worse, as we've seen with um, Seven Daily Sins. Anyway, but Jujutsu Kaisen has such a cool premise, such a cool vibe, and such fun characters. Like, it is a fun, great time. Yes. Like... Epi- the re- most recent episode we saw, like, people say when you deviate from the main characters, you know, it feel or the main character himself, it feels that the anime drops off or something. But I did not miss our main character's fight in the slightest this past episode with episode 17. I really, really enjoyed seeing what we saw, and I thought it was beautifully animated and also told a story really well. Yeah, like... Uh, that that seems to be a trend recently with like all of the really hype shows is that you have a cast that can hold your attention and and be compelling 
more than just your singular main character. Um, so certainly with this last episode where we got to see um, the two sisters who are older uh, sorcerers go at it, like their whole story, which we've seen, you know, hints of. And it was really just like, okay, this is exactly what I wanted. You teased me with there was a thing to, you know, go into. And now we went into it and I am content with that fact. Yeah, my and Maki's story was really, really great. And also even um, Noboru's and whoever, sorry, Flying Broom Girl, I don't know who you are. But even that exchange was really good as well. And I definitely look forward to seeing more. Like, And we saw Panda as well, who had a great story. We saw um, even his the person that he's going against right now, Yuji is going against right now, uh, is having a great story as well. So... And I feel like Jujutsu Kaisen will definitely... In the intros and outros are cinematically beautiful as well. The first intro, um, Katan Katan, was just an absolute banger for no reason. So I'm 100% like hyped for the rest of this. Knowing Shonen and Shonen Jump, this is hopefully going to be a long-running series. But I hope it stays seasonal. Well, it probably is going to stay seasonal. But it being seasonal fits it more. And it gives me yeah. hope for Black Clover coming out seasonal with seasonal animation, um, which would be a lot easier on the animators and whatnot. So here's hoping that we get that. And here's hoping that Jujutsu Kaisen stays to be the top tier anime that it is. Yeah, man. Um, looking forward to the continuation of the story and then finishing the season. Um, so coming up next, we've got the summer in a couple of months so waiting to see what's uh what's definitely coming up attack, we'll get to that we're gonna get some not I almost had attack on titan again but we're gonna get some my like, hero bro. in the summer and fruits baskets i'm ready bro man those chair those chair or springs next actually but yeah oh, spring next i don't know how the fuck this works yeah <laughs> we're getting spring I'm but like, we are, are we... getting my hero and fruits baskets oh my god at the same time at the same oh, breathe guy <laughs> It's going to be a great year, bro, for nothing else. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, we going to make it. It's going to be okay. So, But we'll get to that on another episode of Your Typical Shonen Protagonist. Uh, you can catch the show on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Podcasts, uh, wherever you prefer to get your podcasts at, or on Twitter at YourTSP. That's U-R-T-S-P. Kai, you got a Twitter too? Yes, you can find me at Static Dreads with a Z where I will be talking about cool stuff, wondering if four kids really did us dirty, which they probably did not, and, you know, just kind of specking out the world. So make sure you catch me over there. Yeah, man. And we'll catch y'all next week uh, for more Your Typical Shonen Protagonist. Bye.